Welcome to The Bold Podcast, a podcast designed to make you want to challenge yourself in your personal, emotional, spiritual, and family life to be bold, to share more of yourself with others, to live a life of passion, purpose, and authenticity. Bring it. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I'm Kristen. I'm Janelle. I'm Kristen every day, but today I'm also Kristen. Really? <laughs> Got ahead of myself. It's all good. <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about um, calling and vocation. And we are both, we both work in the church and we're both moms and wives. And so we have lots of callings and vocations. Um, But today we're going to dive into uh, our calling in terms of the ministry that we do. Uh, But first, let's do some high-low and GMO. So Janelle, tell me about your high point this week. Well, my high point is right now we're sitting in my kind of renovated house and it's not completely 100% done, but it's definitely more livable. I feel like my girls are in their room and they've um, they've definitely, we've had a year of being flooded out of our house, not flooded out, but like new flooring put in, changing the water pipes, all kinds of crazy things Walls, like that. all the things. Lots of painting. So I feel like I'm getting to the point where I can't quite have people over except for really good friends like you guys, but um, I'm getting closer to that point. So it's been a week. We can see the difference. So there's, you can tell it's more livable. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Um, How about you? What's your high? My high point is I got coffee this morning with a friend we do ministry with, but I haven't gotten to catch up with her in a super long time. So it's really nice when you can get coffee with someone that knows the work you do and can vent with, you know, what we do every day, but people I haven't seen in a while. So it was really nice to just have a little coffee date. And what I thought was super funny though, is I got there and I got my coffee, I got there a little early. So I got my coffee and decided to sit outside instead of inside because inside was colder. It was like outside, legitimately like 62 degrees and there was freezing. So we sat outside in the almost rain, just sitting and catching up. But that was my high point. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. What about you? Low points? Any low points? Well, week? my high point was my lo- home repair, and my low point <laughs> is also my home repair. Just because there's so much truth in that, <laughs> right? I just feel like there's it's never ending. Yeah. And I see the end in sight, but like all the yeah. stuff that we've decided we don't want in our house, and we don't want to bring back into our spaces that's all nice and mm-hmm. new, we don't know what to do with. Yeah. And so I really have a hard time deciding. How, how to get rid of stuff mm-hmm. and I've taken taken some stuff to the consignment store mm-hmm. so hoping to make a little extra cash with the, that but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know where to give this stuff so if you guys yeah. have any ideas of where where good places to donate a lot of like household items mm-hmm. um, that goes to a good cause I'm kind of looking mm-hmm. for something like that and I don't want to overthink it yeah but I also don't want to just give my stuff all away because yeah. there's some stuff that has value mm-hmm. and so I want I want yeah. the places that it goes to go for yeah. a good cause. Anyway, so that's awesome. kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But just trying to think about that. It's yeah. overwhelming to me. I'm not the kind of person that can handle yeah. like those decisions about what to do. Yeah. I get that. It's I hard. Just want it to be done. Yeah, it's needs to be done. <laughs> I get you. How about you? What's your low? My low, I think, is just I have four late nights in a row for work, which is tough. I try to limit it to like two nights a week. And this is just one of those weeks. It is what it is. And it's all good stuff, but it's just, it's, it makes for long days when I have to, you still have the same morning routine of getting 
the kiddo up, getting her to daycare and everything, mm-hmm. and then getting home late. So that's just, it's fine. It's just late nights. <laughs> yeah. And it's getting darker. Like, it's easier when it's lighter out, but now, like, the times are changing. It's getting darker out. So get out of the meetings and it's dark outside. So just... It makes me want to go to bed instead of do all the things I need to do when I get home and all that. But all the things. All the things. Um, do you have a GMO for this week? A God moment? Yeah, I do. Actually, I was listening to our pastor's homily um, the other day, and I it moved me to tears in a way mm-hmm. that was just really beautiful. I saw kind of God's been stirring on my heart um, this concept of discipleship. Mm-hmm. and the crosses that I'm carrying mm-hmm. and what that means for me in 2019, the crosses mm-hmm. that I'm carrying and the things that I'm doing and where does it have purpose? Does it bring fruit? Mm-hmm. Um, why am I carrying these crosses? Um, do I have other crosses that I need to bear mm-hmm. um, besides the ones that I feel like I'm carrying now? Mm-hmm. Um, and our pastor, Father Sean, did a really good job of kind of calling us into more of a discipleship mm-hmm. through his words. And I felt recognized by Jesus in a way that I hadn't been, I was feeling a little bit like, why am I carrying these crosses? Mm-hmm. And it felt like, okay, these crosses are mine to carry mm-hmm. and um, bring on more crosses if I need to, mm-hmm. which was a hard, is a hard thing to think about. Like yeah. when you're struggling with something, yeah, make it tougher. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you don't really want it to be harder on yourself, but mm-hmm. sometimes through that struggle becomes a lot of growth. And mm-hmm. I could see that God is testing me through this, mm-hmm. these crosses and these things that I'm trying to overcome. And I, I can see him working mm-hmm. through me. And so it was just really beautiful to hear yeah. his words and feeling Jesus's presence through that. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was beautiful. How about you? Um, my GMO was at, um, at mass this past weekend because my husband came to mass with us, which was really nice. Um, nice. He's not, um, doesn't really have a faith at all or anything um, supportive of me and, you know, baptized Nora Catholic and everything, but doesn't come to mass a whole lot. And so it was just nice that I invited him and he came and we just got to be together as a family. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, just and re- recognizing that that's an area and that's a conversation for another day about vocation as, you know, mother, wife and, and, and making sure I'm living out my vocation as best I can as a wife and mother and, mm-hmm. um, inviting him to more things and to be a part of more things and sharing my faith more. Um, cause I, I have seen so many people push spouses away from the faith just because they're trying to shove it down their throat or whatever, or convert yes. them. And I, if, if he converts or anything, I want it to be fully his decision. But I realize that I also probably, because of that, I don't engage in as much conversation about my faith as I should with him. So, um, but it was just nice to have him, have him at mass and have the whole family together. It was really nice. Um, but I will share the dumbest thing I think I've ever done. (laughs) Um, so the diaper bag was not fully stocked very well. And I meant to text him ahead of time and be like, Oh, don't forget to throw in a couple extra things. And it ended up being what it was. So I had a bunch of Nora like does really well at mass if she's got some snacks to hang out with, you know? Uh And so she's my child. (laughs) And so, um, we ran out of like her snacks. And so she found my snack bag of like my emergency snacks if we're like caught in traffic or whatever. And she really wanted some nut butter. (laughs) So I decided, oh, sure. (laughs) 
Oh, nut butter. In the middle of mass, I just opened up this little pouch of nut butter, and she was just like... Has she had nut butter before? Yeah. Okay. But she from was, the pouch? Yeah, from the pouch. But like eating it from the pouch, like in the middle of church, people sitting around. My husband is just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> we had to go get like a wet paper towel. It was kind of a hot mess, but she was happy. Just smacking her gums with the... <laughs> it was not my finest parenting or well, church learned- moment, but it was... It, you know, it got us through to almost the end. <laughs> and you learn what works at, yeah. during liturgy yeah. and what doesn't. Yeah, and maybe you, not you the grow, nut butter. <laughs> you grow and you adapt and your kids yeah. adapt and that's all yeah. you can do. So anyways, that was, that was mine. <laughs> all right. Well, let's dive into this theme a little bit of calling and vocation um, and let's focus on our calling and our vocation and our ministry that we do, kind of how we were called to that because we've been together doing ministry for seven years or something now. Um, but have different backgrounds and how we, how we got here. Yeah. Um, so do you want to share a little bit Janelle about how you dove into this? Um, I don't want to go back too far, but I do, I do have a, a past that involved corporate America. So I was doing, Mm -hmm. um, IT work in the corporate world um, and I had I got married and had my first child who's now 14 uh, so that's been that long and when I was debating like going back to work for her and um, had been doing youth ministry kind of as a side volunteer ministry for about five years at the time and I loved it I loved working with the kids I loved um, just how they light up when they see when ministry happens beautifully. It's just Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. And so um, I felt really called into kind of giving more of myself to that. Mm -hmm. And I felt like after having my oldest, I felt like God was calling me into doing work for him Mm -hmm. versus like just getting a paycheck. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was the job, the middle school job at at our parish opened up at that time and I decided Mm -hmm. to go for it. And that was uh, in 2005 Mm -hmm. and I worked for a few years in middle school and then I took a few years off and Mm -hmm. Kristen came on board at that time. And I still remember our current Mm -hmm. pastor coming to our parish and Kristen inviting Mm -hmm. me to go to what we call Higher Calling Ropes Camp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. which we'll do an episode on. It's yeah. an amazing summer camp that both of us uh, work really hard at. But she said, Janelle, I need some help. Can you come? You know, she we were friends, but didn't hadn't really worked closely, closely mm-hmm. in ministry together yeah. at that point. And she's like, we have a new pastor. He has this camp, and I'm going to go, and I need a little bit of help for one night. And I remember going, and at the time I was home with my kids and thinking about ministry, but not quite ready but then I could see that working with Kristen mm-hmm. would be amazing Aww. because we have, um, we just work really well together. Yeah. We always have. We're and the same but different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have different skills, yeah. but um, we work, we, we can compromise and work mm-hmm. and talk about through things really well. And so mm-hmm. um, at that camp, actually, I remember having a conversation with the Lord saying, God, I know you want me to be a mom and to be home with my kids as much as possible, but I also feel like. I can do work for your kingdom, um, and I feel like now is the time. Mm-hmm. I felt really called mm-hmm. into that and into working at our parish mm-hmm. in this particular role, working with middle schoolers, because um, 
I just have a heart for that age group. Mm -hmm. I think that they're in a place in their life where no one understands them. Mm -hmm. And I remember what I was like as a middle schooler. I Mm -hmm. remember that I was really lost a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I was around people that I wasn't really comfortable with and I didn't know how to express myself very well. And I got caught into a lot of relationships that weren't probably very good for me Mm -hmm. and also weren't I I wasn't able to be myself in those relationships. So um, I found that with youth ministry, I'm able to help kids really grow in their faith and also grow as people and try to learn how to, what it's like to make good decisions, um, how Mm -hmm. to be vocal about your faith, how to live your Mm -hmm. faith out. And I feel like it's just the beginning of their journey. Sometimes Mm -hmm. in middle school, you don't always see the fruit of your labor. You Mm -hmm. see the beginnings of this awakening to Jesus, but you don't always see them um, when they've fully formed in the faith. Um, But I definitely felt God was calling me to initiate these conversations with Mm -hmm. as many kids as possible. And over the years, uh, it's just something that has grown this desire to evangelize to these mm-hmm. kids to bring the preach the gospel to them to reach them in new ways so um it's been it's been good and it's been fun working with you so that's kind of what got me started in ministry and keeps me going every day when i wake up I, i'm excited about my job i'm passionate about the people i get to work with i'm passionate about my parish and i feel like god's calling me to 97229 which is our zip code <laughs> mm-hmm. to preaching the gospel mm-hmm. to the people that I encounter as, as best I can. So. That's awesome. Janelle's so good with middle schoolers. I love it because I always think middle schoolers overwhelm me. And then like I enter into something through middle schoolers and I'm like, wait, middle schoolers are so much fun. Like they really are. And it, but it does take specific personalities to be able to work with them because you do kind of have to meet them where they're at. And it's a yeah. lot of like, they definitely have maturity there that people underestimate. But then they also, I see reverting back to like, they want to be treated like an adult, but act like a kid. And you, you just find ways to minister through that. And I love watching you ministry with them. And especially things like ropes camp, like there's the whole faith component that, you know, you plant the seeds and they start to learn a little bit and figure out, but there's a whole, a whole component of them just like learning how to do life, like learning how to talk to people that are sitting next to them and how to just coexist with people and have conversations and not to, yeah, like just to like, if anything, like even if the faith piece isn't super solid yet there, they're just being introduced to that. They're at least in a safe environment where they get to like talk to, they they're around people that care about who they are, care about their story and talk to them and make them feel, you know, at home and everything. So I think that's, that's huge. I feel like a lot of the times my job is mostly listening and helping them facilitate a conversation with grownups because a lot of the grownups in their life are either authority figures who are talking down on them or parents who have expectations Mm -hmm. of them. When they talk to me, they can tell me whatever they want to tell me and I'm not going to judge them. I'm just going to meet them where they're at. And that, that conversation, the authentic conversation, um, is beautiful. Yeah. And sometimes it's awkward and sometimes I'm like, what did I just talk about for a half an hour? I have no idea what game this is we're talking about or whatever the topic is. Sometimes it's totally random, but it's also beautiful. Oh, amen. I love it. Tell me about your ministry and how you got to where Um, you're at. Well, 
I was born Aries Catholic and my dad, I grew up with my dad always working in the church at some capacity. And he was, when we got into middle school age, my sister and I, there wasn't really a youth group program at our church. And so my dad had done that previously. And so he was like, oh, my kids will have a youth group program. And so um, I've just always grown up Sundays doing church stuff. Um, And so when I went to college, though, I was going to major in marketing and advertising and I wanted to work for a magazine. That was what I wanted to do. Um, and after a couple years of college and really failing classes and not really engaged in school, loved college, but just academically didn't really care about what I was doing, um, had a little come to Jesus moment and realized like, <laughs> I can't, college is not cheap and I can't waste my time um, and resources. So I spent actually a whole summer praying about what I wanted to do and decided to change my major to religious studies and um, wanted to, knew that I wanted, felt called to work in the church in some capacity. That was kind of my home growing up, um, an area that I really felt connected to and had gotten so much out of my whole life that I wanted to give back to a little bit. Um, But I didn't really know what area I wanted to work in. Um, and then as I continued to pray and volunteer in different areas, I just really felt called to give back to youth ministry. I had so many adults in my youth ministry growing up that were those people that like just met me where I was at, listened to me in small group and were there to support, didn't have expectations of me, but were just there walking with me. And I just kind of wanted to offer that to other people. So, um, I've done a lot of different stuff within the church, working with preschool through young adult. Um, but I really do enjoy just kind of journeying with with teens and being present to them and and being someone that doesn't I mean some of the programs I have do have like requirements and stuff for sacraments and whatever but um really just being there and giving them a time and space to ask questions and to listen to them and to be a resource for them um so I really that's I think kind of keeps me going and I think in times when I start to feel a little like, oh, this is a lot, or maybe I need a change. I always look at my daughter and think, well, no, like, I don't know. It's just like the next, like the next generation every year is like the next generation keeps coming and they always, um, it can be a lot of work, but they always impress me. And I feel like in society, we always kind of condemn the younger generations and the teens and like, oh, they're into this and this and everything's falling apart and whatever. But like, I feel like you and I get to see like, the actual hope and joy in this generation. And just like, I look at like what our generations have done to this world. I'm like, they're going to fix it. They're going to fix it. They're going to fix it. Like they're just, they, they're amazing. uh, They're amazing. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I love just, yeah. Being people walking with them. And yeah, I think that I learn a lot in, you know, my faith through, through mass and all of that, but I find Jesus so much in the community and other people and, and other people sharing their faith with me, I learn more about myself and who Jesus is. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yay. Amen. All right. Gluttony. Bring it, Kristen. I brought the gluttony. I brought the booch today. The booch. booch. I brought some Synergy Organic Kombucha, which... I've never been a kombucha fan. I know Janelle loves kombucha. I love kombucha. She's brewed her own. And there's something, I can't even, Scooby? Scooby. Scooby. I don't know. It's just, this just sounds like a made up it's thing. It's like but fungus anyways. that you use to brew. Yeah. See, I don't want to think about fungus drinks. It's but fermented. <laughs> it's fer- kombucha, for those of you who don't know, from PDX. Um, 
Kombucha is fermented tea. So it's yeah. it's fermented kind of like you brew beer, you you brew tea yeah. and that and you yeah. ferment it about for 6 weeks with this this fungus. Yeah. So delicious. Um yes. so this is guava goddess. Um I have not had this kind and before. And I Yeah, I don't know. Apparently I like guava, I think. So give it a taste. I actually like it. It has like a kick to it. It'd be really good with vodka. <laughs> really good with vodka. Very gluttonous. You want to up the ante. Um, I like it. It's light. It's kind of a summer. Yeah. A summer kombucha that's just light and not too heavy. Are there heavy kombuchas? Well, like a ginger turmeric, which oh. is spicy. Yeah. So apparently guava doesn't fit the current weather right now. It's not very summery. But um, yeah, I I might be sold on it. I was kind of hoping I wouldn't like it because it's not cheap, but um, it's like delicious. It. It's very Synergy good. organic kombucha. If you haven't tried guava. kombucha... Go try it because it's definitely one of those foods that's very good for you. There's a lot of flavors though. It's hard to I don't know. What do you start with? If you my to favorite is anything with ginger and turmeric in it because I think those are like superfoods. And this is a whole. But is that like a whole? That's not a whole. Like people are gonna. Oh yeah, I would want to drink a turmeric drink. That's just that's <laughs> oh you so mean like an granola. easy flavor? Like yeah. Oh, an easy like flavor guava. Is, is guava, <laughs> is guava. Or, or watermelon. The yeah, watermelon so. wonder from Synerd. Synergy. Synergy is good. GTS. Um, And if you're not from PDX, Portland, uh, I don't know what brands are national. I don't know if this is a national brand or not. I think it's made in Oregon. Oh, I don't even know. Nope, California, Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. So you might be able to find it your local Kroger. I don't even know. Fred Meyer. (laughs) Local Kroger? We don't even have a local Kroger. (laughs) Isn't that what Fred Meyer is? Your Whole Foods. Your new seasons, your natural grocers. All the podcasts I listen to talk about Kroger. So it must be like a national thing. Oh, okay. We'll have to work on a Kroger sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. Um, Let's go ahead and share our boldness of the week. All right. Are you ready? Where were you born? I'm ready. Um, Well, I have a coffee. I love coffee for those of you. Um, who don't love coffee, I don't understand you, but I'm a very bench of a coffee person and I, I have my favorite coffee shop. It's called mm-hmm. Haven. Mm-hmm. And I go there at least once a week. Um, you'll see me there. If you ever go, you might see me there. <laughs> but um, I meet a lady there. A lot of times I meet different ladies there, but um, to talk about Jesus and faith. And it's the place that um, is just really welcoming to have those kinds of conversations. Mm-hmm. And I have my Bible out, and we were we were um, we were praying, and we were you know making the sign of the cross before mm-hmm. our prayers yeah. and stuff. Very obviously Catholic, but also with our Bibles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's being bold. Yeah, in a coffee shop, and um, I was with a lady who had some other friends, and afterward they were like, oh, you guys were in a, doing a Bible study, and they were they were very friendly and asking mm-hmm. me about it, and I just felt like this it was this mm-hmm. witness in the community of like Catholics. Mm-hmm doing Bible studies at coffee shops. I think that's where I want to be bold. And I hope to do that every week. I love it. So that's an example. I love it. Um, I, my bold is not faith related at all. It's just, um, it's consistency related. I'm really good at starting things and then stopping things. (laughs) But um, last night I was reading, I'm reading a parenting book about no drama discipline. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Toddler life. Yes. Um, and 
my child is fairly well behaved and fairly drama free, but two is two is fine. Being two is fine. And so I was reading this book about just, it's all about brain development and how to communicate and how children can't behave 100% of the time because they don't have the capacity and all this stuff. So anyways, this morning I was getting, we, I had to wake Nora up this morning. I hate having to wake her up. She's always in a better mood when she wakes up on her own, but we had to, had to wake her up and get her ready for daycare. And so I got her downstairs to get her coat and she's in the stage of, I pick out my own clothes. Okay. So she picked out her coat, wanted it zipped up. I zipped it up and it was like a meltdown because I could not zip it to the correct location of how far she wanted the zipper to go up. Oh my. And I was like, in my head, I was like, we got to go. I have things to do. I do not want to sit and argue about a zipper. But I took a pause and just kind of thought back to the book and just the patience and um, it talks about mindsight and how when you kind of pay attention to maybe other people's perspectives or how other people are looking at things, then you can like slow down your reactions. And I that's love like, that. That's like what you're trying to teach your children, right? Yeah. Is like, okay, being, being empathetic and looking at other people. And so I just kind of like, okay, she's freaking out. And so just instead of me like trying to rush her or hurry her up, like we just took a solid 10 minutes debating between our coat options and which zippers. And I mean, we put on like three or four different coats, but just um, oh, bless your taking heart. that time. I'm not super patient about those things, but just like honoring that commitment of being like, no, this is like, this is how I help my child and how I journey with her and help yes. her learn. And me rushing her isn't going to set her up for success or help her anymore. And in the end, she picked a coat that didn't even have a zipper. So it all worked out. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Good. Yeah. Good mama moment. Yeah. I love it. That's it. So. All right. Well, thank you for joining with us today. Remember that if you have any feedback for us, our email address is theboldpodcastpdx at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you and send us your feedback. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.